The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Summer Slump Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how to win marketing despite a seasonal downturn. Joining us today is Pamela Bump, who is a senior manager of audience growth at HubSpot. HubSpot is a leading CRM platform that provides software and support to help businesses that want to grow better. Their platform includes marketing, sales, services, and website management products that start free and scale to meet their customers' needs at any stage of growth. And outside of being a wonderful platform for marketers, they are also a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. And for the first installment of Summer Slump Week, Pamela and I are going to discuss what the summer marketing slump is. All right, here's my conversation with Pamela Bump, Senior Manager of Audience Growth at HubSpot. Pamela, welcome to Summer Slump Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Excited to have you as our guest. Always a pleasure to talk to someone from one of our most important sponsors, HubSpot. To thank you in advance for helping to support the MarTech Podcast. And also, thank you for joining us. You're the expert on what I enthusiastically called Summer Slump Month, but I probably should say Summer Slump Month. <laughs> Talk to me about what the summer slump is. So recently, I worked with my editorial team and some HubSpot content analysts, and we did some deep data research into the potential of summer slump. So the idea of summer slump is that businesses occasionally see seasonality and issues with getting high engagement, high traffic, high deal closing rates during the summer. These things tend to dip because a lot of people are kind of unplugging. We see a lot of people taking time off. A lot of teams might lose some motivation and productivity during the summer, which is a natural thing to see. But we wanted to do some deeper research to see how it might be different this year compared to 2019, which was the last recent year that was unimpacted by the pandemic, since the pandemic did impact summer-related data and data in general last year. So we did some deep data to look into the summer slump, and we learned a bit about which industries were seeing some of the biggest dips and the biggest rises in business upticks in the summer this year. A lot to unpack there. Let's start off with the reason why there is a summer slump. You mentioned that last year was a little 
bit of a unique snowflake for reasons that do not need to be rehashed, COVID. <laughs> but this year is kind of a little bit more of a regular old year. People are out and about and doing things, but we still see some softening in the summer. I know who I blame. It's children. They don't have school. So parents have to take care of them. So they're away from work. So we all get vacations. In my family, we call them vacations. It feels more like they're trips. Vacations are when we don't have to parent. But anyway, I'm getting away from the point. It's all the kids' fault why business is suffering, right? I don't think so. I think the kids definitely need their time out. I'm excited for the kids to get out and play after being inside all year. But one of the things we're thinking is causing more of a slump this year in some areas is the fact that we've all kind of been inside. We've been stuck at our computers, looking at our computer screens all year. And now we're seeing vaccination rates going up. We're seeing countries are opening to travel. We're seeing a lot more travel advisories being lifted. They're still cautious at this time, especially with the variants out there. But we're seeing a lot of people that are finally able to travel and see their family again, get their personal time and really do things that they weren't able to do in the last few quarters. And because of that, people are unplugging. They know that they need to put self-care first at this time, which is great. And they're unplugging, taking time for themselves and saying, I've done so much work this year. I looked at my computer all the time. Now I need to kind of get off the internet and maybe focus a little bit on myself. That's one of the reasons where we're seeing declines in when it comes to traffic for a lot of companies across industries. But one area we're not seeing a decline and we're seeing actually increase is in the travel, leisure and hospitality industry. So in 2019, we saw that they had a huge summer slump. They saw 13% loss in traffic from April to June. And this year they saw the opposite where they saw a 17% increase in traffic from April to June. So I think that points to people being ready to get out and explore and see things and kind of tune out of the business side of things. And in past summers, we've seen that as well. So we haven't seen that as heavily. In past summers, we've seen people definitely tuning out a bit but this summer, we're seeing it a lot more because people, again, have been stuck in their homes for such a long time. It's interesting that you mentioned travel. And that's something that I think was specifically impacted by COVID, obviously, because we couldn't really travel. So now we're seeing you know, more of a surge than we saw a decrease last year. Before we get too much into the individual industries and marketing channels, talk to me a little bit more about how you conducted your study. What was the research you did? Give us the lay of the land in terms of where you got your data, what were the points you looked at, and how did you think about conducting your actual research? So we worked with the content analysis team, and I initially did a meeting with our analysts and some of our brand team who were interested in this summer slump content as well. And we talked about what our business is going to want to see. So we learned that deal closings, they result in immediate revenue. So that's one of the things we wanted to look at. Traffic was another thing. These were things we were easily able to look at by looking at our customer base. So we gathered anonymous data from our 103,000 HubSpot customers. And these are brands all around the world of different sizes. And we were able to pull some of their anonymized data and look at it in large samples. 
So we were able to see from these data points where traffic was going up, where traffic was going down, deal closings, and then we could dive deeper into industries based on the data points we had about these customers. All right. So we've got 103,000 companies that we're looking at. Let's call that statistically significant. Got a lot of companies across the entire world, multiple industries, and we're seeing at least a pretty specific trend. You mentioned that relative to last year, the travel industry specifically dipped in 2020 and increased in 2021. Are there universal trends that you see across all industries when it comes to what happens during the summer in marketing? One of the things that we did see was that although traffic was dipping in most industries, except for travel and leisure, deal closings were actually on the rise. So in June of 2021, we saw way more deal closings than in April of 2021. And in the past, we've seen that traffic and deal closings align well. So if traffic goes down, deal closings go down. So although we are seeing less traffic, we might not be seeing a huge dip in revenue or deal closings because of losing traffic. So while marketing will see less engagement and less traffic, usually because of search engines, people are searching less company-related content and more leisure-related content around this time. While we're losing that traffic, it doesn't mean that the marketing efforts are for naught. There still might be resources and marketing strategies that are helpful to help close those deals. And we're seeing deals closed increase across all industries. The only industry it didn't increase in was construction, but there was a very, very small under 2% decrease between the spring months and the summer months of 2021. So when you think about seasonality in general, obviously in the summer, we see less traffic. And this year, we're not necessarily seeing that reflected in deal closing, which I feel like is positive for the economy. Uh, When you think about seasonality in general, are there trends beyond just the summer? Do we see more traffic, you know, winter, colder months where people are in home? What dictates what moves the needle when we look at a seasonal basis across multiple industries? Absolutely. I think we do see seasonality, especially when it comes to traffic, depending on certain industries. For example, travel and leisure, I don't know specifically if this is true, but based on what I've read and heard from other research, travel and leisure might see some increases in traffic around the holidays. People are planning their trips, their holiday trips, their seasonal travel Meanwhile, they might see dips otherwise in summer when you might be doing more local travel and not really needing these to book an airline flight or something like that. Additionally, B2B is one of those industries that definitely sees a lot of seasonality. For example, in December, January, you're going to see a lot of seasonality due to the holidays because again, people are unplugging, they're spending time with their family They've created their quarterly goals, they've made their annual plans, and they're finally kind of tuning out. So you will see increases in engagement and traffic usually in the fall months, because that's when these teams are planning their their next year's marketing strategy and getting deep into planning. So we see really big increases in non-organic and organic traffic kind of in November, early December. But then after that, we start to see engagement dip. And then it comes back up around spring months before we really get into the summer slump of things. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the seasonality in the summer on an industry-by-industry basis. What are some of the industries that were thriving in the summer, and then what were some of the industries that struggled the most? Some of the industries that were thriving when it comes to traffic, one of them was the education sector. It wasn't thriving, but it was seeing the least of an increase. And then they also saw some good deal closings as well. I think this is because people have some time on their hands in the summer to like focus on education and looking at where they can up their skills. If they're seeing a slump at their company, they might focus on career development or education. People might be focusing on preparing for an educational service that they're going to get, such as school or something like that. What I'm hearing is people take a little time off during the summer, so they get that professional certification because they're thinking about updating their resume later in the year for the inevitable January 1st job switch. Yes, that could be the case, but there also could be time where managers might encourage this. So one of the things that we do in the summer is World Certification Week because we know that people will be wanting to up their game at their jobs because a January job switch could be a thing that people are interested in, but it also could be people wanting to get a promotion or wanting to move upward or wanting to develop skills so they can better their team and their career in general. So I think that during a summer slump, you do have some time where you can encourage your teams to do some professional development, and that could come with certifications, or it could definitely be one of those times where you've realized you would like to switch your job or something, and you start doing some research there and working on certifications as well. So what are some of the other industries that you've seen be affected during the summer months? We've seen manufacturing, trade, transportation, and utilities. I think manufacturing, one of the areas where manufacturing has is cars, automotives. Trade and transportation have similar kind of areas where a lot of these things are going to kind of go up when you see travel going up. You're going to see a lot of people flying, a lot of people buying cars, a lot of people investing in transportation systems because I think they're transporting themselves in general. Those are some of the bigger ones, but there are also like very small dips elsewhere. So professional and business services, that's another area, which is great to see that there's a slight increase in sales closed with professional and business services. So that would be where kind of B2B lies. And I think a lot of people are still focusing on what they can do to up their game and up their strategy in the summer since summer can be a place for a lot of great strategic work. So that could be why a lot of these professional and business-oriented platforms products are seeing more deal closings. Now, you mentioned that they're seeing more deal closing in business services. Are they also seeing more traffic? My assumption is that people are consuming less business-to-business content because they're out on the road, they're on the beach, they're playing with the kids. Yeah. So this is one of those areas where we're seeing a dip in traffic, but a rise in deal closing. So the jury is kind of out still on why this is happening. We initially thought that the increase in deal closings was happening in June because it is the end of a quota where sales reps are trying to hit their quarterly quotas and closing as many deals as possible. But when we're looking at the July data, which we're planning to update the post with in the next week, we're seeing that there's only a slight dip from June to July, but the deal closing numbers 
are still much higher than they were in April. So while quota might have some impact on that, they're still seeing that the people are making sales, which is really interesting. I think that goes to show that maybe people are spending less time on the blogs, less time doing research, but they might be in this place where they're starting to think about actually like making the purchase. That's just my hypothesis, but I think we're still trying to figure out why exactly this is happening. So give me one more. What is the industry that was the most negatively affected during the summer? I think that would have to be construction, but they seasonally have been very affected. So in the past year, in 2019, they saw only a 0.16% decrease in traffic. And then they saw a 12.6% decrease in traffic between April and June of this year but they also are seeing a dip in deals. So when comparing from 2019 to 2020, construction seems to have taken a traffic hit and a slight deal hit. Another industry that's been affected both years in a row heavily with traffic at least was the financial activities industry, which was surprising to me because I think we see a lot of people investing more in financial activities and a lot of general consumers So they saw a 9.2% dip in traffic from April to June 2019. And then they saw a 11.4% dip in April to June 2021. So this definitely hints that these are seasonal, but they're also seeing dips in deals. So this is one of those seasonal currents that's really hard to kind of get out of. So I see that people are probably less involved in finance during these summer months but it is a seasonal thing. So they might see more pickup in the September, October months. My takeaway from this is consumer behavior changes when the weather gets warm. Yes. The kids are out of school. People are taking their vacation. Their minds are in a different place from the traditional core business activities. So we see a decrease in traffic in B2B. People are focused on building their houses less. We see construction down a little bit, not as focused on their finances. Obviously, travel and leisure and some of the other entertainment-based content, we're seeing an increase in traffic. It's really interesting to me to hear that this year specifically, traffic and deal flow aren't lockstep like they would in most other years. But we're going to dive into a little bit more detail talking about what are the channels that work, what are some of the marketing channels that don't during the summer, and also just how you can recalibrate and make sure that you stay on top of your marketing game during the summer slump. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Pamela Bump, Senior Manager of Audience Growth at HubSpot. If you'd like to hear more of Pamela and HubSpot's tips to effectively beating the summer slump, we're going to publish an episode every day during the week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning when we discuss what marketing channels dip in the summer. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Pamela, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Pamela Bump, P-A-M-E-L-A-B-U-M-P, or you could visit her company's website, which is HubSpot.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. 
If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.